Yo, 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 yo. We're back again, ladies and gentlemen. Who here for some? What are we here for? For some power ranking. Let's go. Power. Although this one is more like power rankings. Yeah, because we're talking about those bottom feeders, numbers 21 to 32. (laughs) That's a big yikes. So, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's not dilly-dally. Let's just uh, get right into it. Uh, what a word, dilly-dally. Dilly-dally. <laughs> let's tally these teams that are sad, sad pieces. I don't know where I was going with <laughs> <laughs> it. Was, it was almost a great transition. Yeah, I was trying to think of something. I was about to say Sally's, but that was that just sounded terrible. So I just <laughs> I decided not to go with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for uh, not being sexist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Yeah, so this is going to be my uh, bottom. The bottom of my power rank is number 21, 32. So starting with number 21, we have the Los Angeles Chargers. What? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I mean, to be honest, the only thing questionable about this Chargers team is the QB and maybe the O-line a little. I mean, they have a really strong defense. It was ranked number seven last year. And, you know, getting guys like... Kenneth Murray is definitely just gonna just gonna uh, up that up, and then they got a Linval Joseph to help with the with the running game, and then they got Chris Harris Jr. to just already help a strong secondary. Like I do think uh, this Chargers defense is going to be one of the best in the league, as they showed last year. Main problem again is just the quarterback position, you know. But I still think this team can can fight. They can still play in games. I mean, you still got Keenan Allen there, one of the best wide receivers in the league. Uh, we got an awesome Aguilar, you know, and a Justin Jackson. Nice one-two punch they got in that backfield there. I mean, Melvin Gordon's gone, but again, this dude lost them like three games from fumbling, so <laughs> I don't think they're going to miss him. Uh, <laughs> Not that much. Yeah, uh, I still believe in uh, Anthony Lynn. I think, he is, uh, I think he's a capable coach. Uh, I think he's going to be able to uh, get a little bit out of this team. Um, I still don't believe in not too sure on Justin Herbert. Uh I would say Tyrod Taylor would, is a better option. I'm not that down on Tyrod Taylor, but I mean he's still not you know anywhere near the top quarterbacks in the league. But I think if they can uh, if they could game manage, then they could probably win some games. But you know if they were in a, such a tough division with the Chiefs and the Broncos, you know maybe they'd stay they'd stand a better chance. But they are, so you know I have them down here at number 21. <laughs> I think it's a good spot for them. I think so too. All right, so moving on, at number twenty-two, we got the team right across the stadium from them, Los oh. Angeles Rams. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. I know we've been we've been kind of dogging on this Rams team a bit, but I mean they were just in the Super Bowl like a year ago, and I mean they went nine and seven last year. I mean they did lose a lot of pieces, and they you know the. Some of the guys are, you know, they're still losing money and then losing first-round draft picks, and they didn't really have that great of a draft. But mm-hmm. I mean, again, you still got some guys like Aaron Donald, who's just a monster of an athlete. Uh, you still got a Jalen Ramsey, who I feel has maybe lost a little bit of a step. He's still an elite player, like, and when I say a little bit, I mean like a little bit. <laughs> like he's still <laughs> really, really, really good. He runs a 4-5 instead of a 4-4. <laughs> four, four. 
Uh, and then, I mean, you know, they got guys, hopefully like guys like Cam Akers and Van Jefferson that they got in the draft can step up and help that uh, Rams offense out a little bit after losing uh, Brandon Cooks and Todd Gurley. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, same thing with the Chargers. They're in a really competitive division with uh, 49ers team that was just in the Super Bowl, a Seahawks team that always seems to be good, and a Cardinals team who is uh, starting to be up and coming. So, you know, again, it's going to be tough for them to, to rack up some wins. But, like I said, I mean, Aaron Donald, like, is a monster. And this, this dude was Defensive Player of the Year. Back to back, uh, <laughs> I can't <laughs> remember any player that has done that except for maybe uh, maybe like Lawrence Taylor or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean that defense is still going to be pretty decent. It's just whether or not Golf could return back to 2018 uh, form, which uh, I don't really believe that will happen. But uh, yeah, I mean I still think you know they got a decent squad there. You know, hopefully, you never know. He's he's young. He has, yeah, he's he young. Has plenty of time. Yeah, maybe. Maybe last year was just a down season, you know. Then again, yeah. well, 2018 is probably his only good year. <laughs> <laughs> Troy Polamalu was the last back-to-back. Uh, oh, really? Deceptive well, player. That makes sense. Yep. God mm-hmm. damn it! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I got the Rams here at uh, 2020-22. Okay, for sure. So moving on to number 23, and yes, I have this team a lot lower than you do, but uh. I mean, they just, they got to be the slow, man. They, they haven't shown me enough to really be above the other teams. And that team here is the New York Jets. Uh, uh, uh. But that being said, I do feel like this Jets team has a lot of potential with their uh, players. Uh, again, I can't put them too high because I don't really know how this O-line is going to pan out. We saw last year uh, that offense was really struggling. And I mean, they did. They did get some nice guys to uh, hopefully buff it up a little. But I mean, they also did lose Robbie Anderson. But I mean, I personally feel like that's kind of okay because Prashad Perriman could kind of play the same role. And then they got Denzel Mims, who's a nice talent, but he's still pretty raw, and he's gonna need to prove he can get open and you know be a weapon for Sam Darnold. Uh, and Frank Gore is gonna add some nice. Uh, depth to that backfield. You won't need to rely on Le'Veon too much. Frank Gore is a uh, seasoned veteran, so you know he'd be able to come in there and uh, uh, you know just do what Gore does and just be a motherfucking beast. Yeah, he's, he's still a good runner. Yeah. At, at his age, which is, I mean, a feat of athleticism in and of itself. Yeah, so <laughs> Frank Gore is a legend, man. <laughs> I feel yeah. like he's underrated and not a lot of people like he's not the flashiest guy, but I mean he just get he just does work and yeah i'm really excited that this jets team was actually able to grab him i mean even last year he did work with the bills too i mean yeah. eventually they ended up sticking with uh singletary for the most part but you know earlier in the season frank gore was definitely uh one to uh help them out a bit uh yeah. so yeah uh it's all about whether gates can make better play calls than he did last year and if he does, hopefully this Jets team could put up, you know, some points and not be ranked the 32nd offense. <laughs> uh, defensively, you got uh, Mosley and Williamson coming back. And, you know, they beefed up the secondary a bit, getting Pierre Desir and Bryce Hall. Uh, yeah, I mm-hmm. think this Jets team can be a very good team. I do feel like they can compete for the AFC East. Uh, but I'm just going to rank them down here because uh, they only got a little... I feel like they... 
there's still a lot of uh, questionable pieces there. And, you know, around last year, this was, they were probably a little bit lower. You know, I'm ranking them a little bit higher because of what they gained. I'm just hoping some of those uh, young guys they got uh, and then some of those injuries that they dealt with don't happen this year and uh, they'll be able to be a much better team. But Knock for now, wood. <laughs> I'm going to have to keep them at 23. All right. So, uh,. Number 24, we have the Detroit Lions. Okay, okay. Yeah, so okay. I think this Lions team has some talent. Uh, but, you know, Lions are known to waste talent. <laughs> talent. Best talent wasting factory talent wasting in the factory. league. Detroit. But, uh, I mean, Matthew Stafford, he's a, he's a great quarterback. He is underrated. Um, he, uh, he's been doing Mahomes things before Mahomes was in the league. And, you know, he's, people just don't look at him just because he's on the Detroit Lions. So, it's really unfortunate. And then, uh, again, they got Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones. Really great receivers. Uh, TJ Hawkinson was a nice addition. Yeah, he didn't play that well last year, but I do think he will be able to step it up come this year, this season. Uh, especially when they're adding in DeAndre Swift to give him a better running game. Have a nice one-two punch with him and uh, carry on. Always injured Johnson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they did lose Darius Slay, but I do think Jeff Okuda and, and Desmond Trufant will be able to step in and help the secondary out a little bit. Uh, Jeff Okuda is basically just uh, uh, raw, a raw, uh, some a more a raw, raw. <laughs> <laughs> a more raw Slay. So, but I mean, I do think he could just come in there and start, and might even have a breakout season. Who knows? Darius it all depends Slay on sashimi. <laughs> it all depends on that uh, Lions coaching, right? And which yeah, I have some... gone on the record of saying I do not believe in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> they have had years where they've been pretty good. Uh, I think like what three years, four years ago, they were in the playoffs, and they went like I can't remember some record, but they did make the playoffs. So uh, I do think they <laughs> get back to a somewhat decent team way. But, uh, you know, still far off because they waste talent. Mm-hmm. I'm really uh, pushing for this Lions team, though. I do. I really have a lot of faith in them. I just hope they don't deal with the injuries that they had. But I'm going to keep them at 24. All right, number 25, right below them. My favorite team, the New oh, York man. Giants. Oh, so low. I know. but So low. I'm a biased Giants fan, but I'm also a realist Giants fan. Mm-hmm. But still, fuck y'all. Giants should be on the top <laughs> 10 team. But for the sake of having people not call me a blind fool or a dick rider, I'll mm-hmm. put them here at 25, okay? Stop hating. <laughs> but I get it. I get it. This Giants team was one of the worst, or the worst, the last three years. I, they had a 12-36 and 36 record over the past <laughs> three years, which is, uh, which is sad. But they're getting better steadily. If you're paying attention to the team that everyone is shitting on, it is getting better. Super Bowl winning teams are not built in the season. We saw that from the 49ers. They continuously built up their team to eventually become Super Bowl caliber. And I think the Giants are slowly starting to kind of get to that that idea that the 49ers were putting together 
Uh, real thing is they really just got to work on the D-line. There's still some uh, questionable pieces there. But I feel like uh, this season might not be it. But next season, if they get like some premier pass rusher, like a Nick Bosa like the Niners did, I think uh, this Giants team will be really, really lethal. I mean, they got a really good secondary. Getting Xavier McKinney. Again, Peppers is a monster. Uh, Julian Love is a good player. Baker, uh, despite what he had a bad, uh, not the best rookie season, I do think this is his time to step up. Um, and yeah, of course, James Bradbury. Uh, mm-hmm. He was definitely going to be a mm-hmm. uh, nice one-two punch in that secondary. And, mm-hmm. and this Giants offense is still good. Like <laughs> They lost Odell. Who cares? They got... I, I care a bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, that's the thing about the Giants, like receivers. They're all great players. They don't yeah. have a set number one. Not a single guy that people will scheme for. Scheme for. So, uh-huh. think about if you have these really good coaches that are scheming for Odell and that he has a bad game. Then you have a Giants team that doesn't have, like, anybody else. But now they have a bunch of good players that you can't really choose which one to scheme for. So I feel like it's just going to be one of those years where, uh, boom, Darius Slayton has a 100-yard game. Next, Golden Tate has a 100-yard game. Next, Sterling Shepard has a 100-yard game. Next, Evan Ingram has a 100-yard game. Are and you s- predicting that the Giants are going to have 3,000-yard receivers? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Your math is off, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? You, th- you don't think uh, Daniel Jones could... Have at least, I mean, like, a million, shoot, he had a hundred thousand. Yeah, I can see it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh, but please, please go on. <laughs> I mean, people will shut on Gettleman. Uh, he's made some questionable free agency acquisitions, but I think his drafting ability has been pretty phenomenal. He's gotten really great players. Um, obviously, I wasn't super high on the Daniel Jones pick, but uh, it really. It really panned out uh, this past season, and I think uh, coming into year two, assuming the sophomore slump is not a thing, uh, we're really going to see a much better Daniel Jones, especially if he has all of his weapons uh, nice and healthy. And I still think there's some uh, hit, um, hidden talent within that Giants defense. I feel like one of these young guys is really going to step up, like uh, uh, Dexter Lawrence, Dexter Lawrence, uh, X Man. Might even mm-hmm. I've seen Carter Coughlin. I've seen play from him. I think he might be a really good piece. Again, Ryan Connolly coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think uh, there's some hidden talent on this Giants team, and I wouldn't be surprised if they won nine or ten games. Uh, but they're number twenty fifth. But they're number twenty fifth because uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put him there because uh, <laughs> there's still there's still a lot of questions you know to be answered uh joe judge coming in will he really be able to bring in a nice culture a nice some nice good coaching to these young players uh there's still there's still a lot of ifs and that is the main reason i'm putting them at 25 but i do think they'll be much better and okay. i promise you that <laughs> all right that's all fair. right suck on this one cowboys fans uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nice to know the hate flows through you <laughs> like water. So at number 26, I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears. Chicago. Chicago. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I've Chicago said it once. Chicago accents are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Chicago, so please bear yeah, with no. me. 
Let's see what just I did there? die in New York. See what I did there? Yeah, 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 I saw bear. Yeah, bear with me. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah there you I go. tried to. I tried to. <laughs> try to go. ignore. Yeah, no. Just, no I, I heard you. I heard you. Can't ignore me. <laughs> Why so low in Chicago, Mo? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, I've said it once, and I'll say it again, man. This Bears team don't know what they're doing. If they did, Trubisky would have been gone long ago. Yep. But, I mean, sadly, instead of getting someone talented like uh, Cam Newton, they decided to go with journeyman Nick Foles to compete uh-huh. with Mitch. But that's neither here or there. Uh, I do think Foles is a decent backup, but if we're being completely honest, I mean, that Eagles team was in 2017 was pretty stacked. Like, yeah. <laughs> all they needed was someone to be a, a game manager, not to say like Foles really played like one. I mean, he pretty much went. He balled he, out. Yeah, he balled the frick out. <laughs> with like I think no interceptions or something or maybe like one or two interceptions throughout the whole playoffs which was and like seven plus touchdowns like it was insane yeah. it was really yeah. great playing for Foles but I mean they did wow. have a stack roster yep uh, but to bring and them the in with Bears offense that's not that stacked uh, I, I don't know man I, I just don't know I mean, they got Allen Robinson and like, that's about it <laughs> like, uh Tariq Cohen is still a great player. I still think Tariq Cohen can do nice things. I do think Montgomery can uh, step up. But, you know, we have a somewhat okay O-line. It's just like, eh. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if this Bears offense can get it done. And we all know this Bears defense is still strong. I mean, they still got Khalil Mack. They still got a Roquan Smith. Uh, Eddie right. Jackson is still there, you know. So, they still got pretty a pretty strong defense. It's just, I don't know if it could do enough to win games and you know I know earlier I said a strong defense can win you championships like I have the Steelers and Pats higher because they also have a good defense but I feel mm-hmm. like those guys also have a much better offense than what the Bears have and better coaching is well um, better coaching yeah yeah I mean they had those, those are they have like two of the best coaches in the league you <laughs> know and Belichick and Tomlins I mean I like Matt Nagy I don't think he's a bad coach but I'm just saying Tomlin and Belichick are better coaches. Yes. Uh, yeah. And they're both defensive coaches, whereas Matt Nagy is, is more offensive. offensive. Yeah. And still, this Bears offense is not doing so well. So, I mean, I did, <laughs> <laughs> they got some uh, questions to answer there. But, uh, I mean, maybe this Bears team can recover from that double doink. We'll see. We, I, we'll see. We shall. But, yeah, I have them here at 26. Uh, moving on to 27. The Cincinnati Bengals. Whoa. The Tiger King. The Tiger King is ready to bring some life to Cincinnati, bro. Let me tell you something. This Bengals team was sad as a motherfucker last year. (laughs) But to be honest, I've said it before, they dealt with a lot of injuries. I mean, losing Jonah Williams at first round tackle, man, that's got to (laughs) suck. You have this guy coming in that's going to be like, yeah, he's going to start right away. He's going to protect our quarterback goes out and tears his ACL pretty much out for the whole season. Like, yeah. that sucks. And then you lose your best wide receiver in A.J. Green. Like, yeah. who who the, who the hell was Andy Dalton throwing to? I mean, Tyler Boyd is still good. That's about it. John Ross, you know, he's been injured left and right. So, And then Joe Mixon was still uh, still dealing with some injuries. I mean, he still managed to get a 1,000-yard season. So, yeah. But he would have been much better if he was playing to his full potential from the start. Probably would have been a rushing leader. Uh, so think about coming this year with a healthy Joe Mixon, a healthy AJ Green, a healthy Jonah, Jonah Williams, Joe Burrow, Tyler Boyd, 
I'm looking at a pretty pretty strong Bengals offense. Almost sounds like some excitement. But sadly, defense still leaves a lot to be desired. <laughs> <laughs> they had the worst ranked rushing defense. Yes, they did. And uh, I don't think they really got enough players to really move up from that. Uh, but, I mean, Sandy given Sunday in the NFL, they did help the secondary a bit by getting uh, Von Bell. So, you know, maybe, uh, maybe they could maybe hold off just by trying to stop the pass as much as possible and not giving up too much of the run. I don't know. I mean, I still think they'll probably be at the bottom of the division. But they're going to fight in games. We're going to see them really compete. And we're going to start being like, okay, this Bengals team, like, give them a year or two. They're probably uh, fighting for top division spot to be honest maybe not right. maybe not I don't know that's that's a tough division they got there it's Ravens a is a super tough division Ravens and Steelers Lamar Jackson is gonna be there yeah <laughs> <laughs> who knows man things it's any Sunday any given Sunday in the NFL yeah but Bengals here at 27 uh, definitely sure. a team to keep the eye on and I will uh, number 28 we're gonna have the Washington Redskins <gasps> what at 28 yeah uh Ironically, here I put uh, the number one pick and then the number two pick right below, right next to each other. <laughs> but uh, I do think Chase Young will be a force on an already good uh, Redskins D line. Um, I do think with Ron Rivera coming in, the defensive-minded coach, that Redskins defense will step up and be a lot better than it was last year. I mean, they also got Kendall Fuller to help out with the secondary. And they got rid of that trash and Josh Norman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we ain't forget Josh. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like, that's the defense. I mean, Haskins was put into a shit show last year. Yes, uh, Case Keenum was just not it. That Redskins offense really struggled. The only really talent they had was uh, Terry and uh, aging Adrian Peterson. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a tongue twister. <laughs> and Adrian, Adrian Peterson. But, uh, uh, yeah, uh, they still got some guys that have shown flashes to be decent, like uh, Sims and Harmon. So, uh, I mean, if Haskins, Haskins steps up this year and then those receivers stepped up, step up this year, we can really see a much better Redskins offense. But uh, I think they're going to struggle a bit offensively. Uh, still some questions on that O-line. Uh, running game is still iffy. Uh, I mean, Darius guys has not panned out to be what uh, they hoped he would with all these injuries. So, I mean, they pretty much just have to rely on Peterson. And Peterson is getting old. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Peterson's still a beast. But, yeah, I still think uh, Redskins team, this, yeah. this Redskins team... He can, he can still pop off for a couple of good runs. Yeah. I mean, this Redskins team still has some ways to go, but I do like the moves they're making. Uh, I could definitely see if they uh, start continue to build right, they'll also be uh, competing in that NFC East. And hopefully uh, we'll be able to knock the Cowboys down to the very bottom of the division. What a sight that would see. Ooh, that would be. The... Just the Redskins, oh. Giants, and... Well, just Redskins and Giants battling out the top. I don't want to see the Eagles up there. <laughs> it's time for a change. But uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, Redskins at the 28 here. Okay, for sure. So number 29 is where I have the Miami Dolphins. Ah, there they are. 
Yeah, I do. Uh, you were probably expecting them to be a little bit higher. Uh, I'm not that high on this Dolphins team just yet, even if they did flex their cap room like a motherfucker. <laughs> they said, you get 82 mil. You get 51 mil. You get 30 mil. You get 30 mil. It's like, bruh, like, y'all was like, just wow. throwing money. Y'all just giving away cash. Giving away cash, man. Y'all need a water boy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they had the bread for it, man. They did get some really good players. Byron Jones, Kyle Van Noy, Shaq Lawson. So, I mean, they definitely uh, really helped with those uh, sad defense. And then like, I see him get Eric Flowers for 30 mil, and I'm like, Dolphins, what are you doing? Oh, my <laughs> Giving away money. <laughs> Just giving away money. But You'll get a in general, a uh, Dolphins are also still have a lot of questions to be answered. They still have a pretty young team, uh, and I do think a lot of – a lot of the team is very raw, especially a lot of the guys they drafted in the positions they got. I feel like they could have got better talent. They got some guys that are still pretty develop, developmental, so uh, they're going to either, I mean, unless they just step up and start playing, like, next level immediately, it's going to take some time for them to really get into the thick, the thick of things in the NFL. Uh, yeah, and then they, uh, they got Tua, but... I do think Fitzpatrick probably will start. It's probably better for him to start and let Tua kind of sit and let him learn behind Fitzpatrick. And, I mean, if Tua does start, they at least got some nice running backs to help him out in Jordan Howard and Matt Breida because we all know for sure that this Dolphins team did not have a running game last year. I mean, <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick was their leading rusher, so that should tell you something. <laughs> That's incredible. Isn't that an incredible stat? That is just hilarious. Lion. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick did really did lead his team in rushing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I do think they'll play, they'll play their, they'll play their games hard. They'll play teams tough, but they're still gonna be bottom of division. Uh, yeah, they're gonna be bottom of division. I can't see them really competing against the Bills or a really strong Patriots defense or a really strong Jets defense, to be honest. Mm. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna get him here at 29. Mm, yeah, that's uh, my final answer. <laughs> I see, I see. So, uh, number 30, we have the Carolina Panthers. Ah, uh, the Panthers. So, I was really debating about t- between the Jags and Panthers at this spot. But I decided to say the Panthers are better because offensively, they got some pretty good weapons. I mean, Bridgewater can still play. And they got a DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, and Robbie Anderson. And let's not forget Christian motherfucking McCaffrey. Run so, CMC. Run CMC. This uh, got a look, some pretty good talent on this Panthers offense. And even their O-line isn't that terrible. So I do think they uh, they got they did some uh, pretty good things uh, with the free agency signings they did. Uh but again, as we've said, that defense is really young, uh, mm-hmm. so they're gonna need some time to get better, to uh, get used to the NFL. And yeah, I mean, if they do decide, if they all decide to play up, I mean, you got a Brian Brian Burns showed flashes of being a really great edge rusher. I think he's gonna be able to step up this year. And if Uter Gross Matos also steps up, they're gonna have a nice uh, pass rushing duel that teams are gonna have to be really really scared of mm-hmm. uh, 
but then they got some some young secondary guys, and you know it's just it's gonna be easy for teams to really uh really pick on those pick on that young secondary. Uh, I do like the moves they made. I do think Matt Rule will be able to bring this team to glory in a year or two, but uh, probably not this season. Yeah. Definitely not this season. Yeah, so, I think that's fair. Yeah, so I'm gonna put this Panthers team at 30. I could probably see them moving up a bit though. If they, this team is probably better than 30. They're gonna play harder than uh, what we expect. That's for sure. Yep. So at number 31 here, no surprise, we got the Jacksonville Jacksonville Jaguars. Ah, uh, Jacksonville. Uh, it's pretty London's sad that no team. one wants to play for the Jags, <laughs> London's team. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the London Jaguars, they soon will become. Uh, I mean, this team just keeps losing players, man. And that Jags, Jaguars front office has some questions to answer. But uh, mm-hmm. Like, why do you hate winning? Why do you? <laughs> <laughs> but despite all the players they lost, I mean, losing Jalen Ramsey, Kalias Campbell, A.J. Boye, and soon Yannick Ngakwe, I mean. Almost Leonard Fournette. And almost Leonard Fournette gonna be probably gone next year too. So, you know, this was a Jags team that had showed a lot of promise, and people were thinking they were gonna be a dynasty. And uh, you know, they baited us, debated completely. <laughs> but I do think they did have a pretty good draft. Got a C.J. Henderson, got a K. Levon Chison, got a Lavisca Chenault, some nice good players that will be able to help them out offensively and defensively. Uh, Minshew did show some pretty good flashes of being the good franchise QB, but they're still, Jerry's still out on him. We still have to see uh, how he plays in year two. Mm-hmm. With uh, even less. With even less. <laughs> I mean, they still, they lost, they did lose like, a, I mean, they got a Tyler Eifert, I think as well. So they got a nice tight end to help him out there. And then they got, uh, they still have DJ Chark, who I think is, uh, who did step up a bit last year. I think yeah, it's prime for a good season this year as well. A bit underrated as a. Yeah, he's one of the people that uh, saved my fantasy. Sort of. Oh, yeah. Even though it wasn't, again, they get it. I said it before, my fantasy didn't get saved. It was, it was pretty much doomed from, from the start when I went 0-5. But, uh, you Uh-oh. know, he, he, gave me some, he gave it a little spark. And, yeah. you know, I believe in him for that. That's nice. Yeah. So, I do think uh, they're not going to be that good. And uh, I do think they're making a mistake on Leonard Fournette. I still think he can play. But uh-huh. uh, I can see why they want to move on for him. Uh, hopefully he can step up this year and be back to form and be a top 10 running back. But if he doesn't, I don't think it would be because he sucks, but because Jacksonville sucks. <laughs> so I have the Jaguars at number 31. The team is worse than the sum of its parts. <laughs> All right. And number 32, the bottom of the barrel. Yako already mm-hmm. guess what team this is. The Las mm-hmm. Vegas Raiders, baby. <laughs> Number 32. Oh, man. Honestly, I'm being a complete hater, but <laughs> I'm going to roll with it. This team is a, a, a joke. A hater. Uh, so, no surprise, <laughs> I have them at the bottom. Uh, I truly believe that they're the worst team in the NFL, and Gruden is a clown. <laughs> I mean, for God's sake, this man showed his whole damn draft board on TV. During, during, I, I shit you not. <laughs> he showed his whole draft board. What are you doing? Yeah, tipping his head. <laughs> Just, oh, wait, Gruden wants this player. Oh, then again, probably nobody took their players because they draft terribly. 
Uh, <laughs> and then free agency, they got Marcus Trashyota. They got Nelson <laughs> No Hands Algohor and Old Man Wayne. Like, what are you doing, oh, man? Oh, man, I am weak. <laughs> Why does everybody have a nickname? <laughs> uh, I mean, like they they still they have good players. I mean, Josh Jacobs was amazing in his rookie season, and Darren Waller oh, is yeah. no sleeper either. But I mean, I can't I can't think who else they got on offense, man. I mean, Henry Ruggs is he's gonna be good, but we have a guy like Derek Carr throwing to him. I'm not gonna say Derek Carr is terrible, but Derek Carr mm-hmm. isn't. Derek Carr does not match with Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs just... Derek Carr just doesn't have the arm talent for the deep threat that Henry Ruggs is. So, I I don't see why you... He doesn't fit in the system. I, I could be wrong. I'm just, <laughs> maybe Gruden knows something I don't know. Maybe he's a mad fucking genius and I'm just a <laughs> freaking sp- podcaster speak- speaker. <laughs> but I, I just don't see it, man. man. Defensively... I do think they do have some nice players. I mean, they got Corey Littleton, Jonathan Abram coming back from injury. Uh, he was definitely going to be a good safety. He just, you know, had a pretty bad injury. And uh, they got Max Crosby, who had a good season, uh, which is pretty crazy for a fourth-round pick, I think. Uh, they drafted that guy in the fourth round, so they got lucky on him. Unlike their first-round pick, who they picked, who did not play like a first-round pick in Clendon Farrell, which, again, (laughs) these Raiders and the way they draft. (laughs) It's sad when your fourth-rounder outplays your fourth overall pick. Like, and then they continue to trend this year, which is reaching on players. Like, Henry Ruggs is good. I get it. But why would you not grab a Jerry Judy? And then you let CeeDee Lamb fall to the Cowboys, you piece wow. of shit. I hate you guys. That's, that's why he has so number 32. And then you, you grab Damon Arnett when you have like top corners like Fulton, uh, Jet Gladney, Trevon Diggs. Like, Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't feel like it makes a lot of sense. I, I just... I don't like the way this team is doing things, man. And that's, that's like, it's kind of a bias why I'm putting them in there. That's the reason I'm putting them out there. I hope they're this garbage. I I hope they're this garbage. And I feel like they will be garbage just because of this, man. <sighs> they should have never moved to Las Vegas. Because now everyone's <laughs> going to have their eyes on a shitty team. And if I'm wrong, I will gladly eat my words. I mean, like I said, they might not be bad as I'm putting them, but... I'm just going to say it now. They're going to be bad. They're going to suck. LMO, LMAO, JK, they got the GOAT, Nathan Peterman, on their squad. Easily the best oh, team in the NFL, can. and they're actually number one. I was joking. <laughs> that is my power rankings. Nathan Peterman over Patrick Mahomes. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> so, uh, hot <laughs> I'm just going to run through it again. At number 21, we have the Los Angeles Chargers. Number 22, Los Angeles Rams. Number 23, the New York Jets. Number 24, the Detroit Lions. Number 25, the New York Giants. Number 26, the Chicago Bears. Number 27, the Cincinnati Bengals. 28, Washington Redskins. 29, Miami Dolphins. 30, Carolina Panthers. 31, Jacksonville Jaguars. And at number 32, the Las Vegas Raiders, baby. (laughs) 
That is my Las Power Vegas. Rankings. All right. I uh, I mean that that's pretty good. I like. I, I think we agree on some things and then just completely disagree on others. Um, yeah, you agree. The Raiders uh, at thirty-two. I'm glad. I'm glad I finally convinced you. <laughs> I'm not as down on the Raiders uh, as you are. I, I feel like they got too much talent to be thirty-two, especially Where? when you have a team like the Redskins out and about. How sway? Where's the talent? <laughs> Tell me. Show me sway. Besides Josh Jacobs <laughs> and Darren Waller. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so All right, I'll let you speak. I think, um, uh, yeah, I'm going to stop talking about my uh, power rankings and actually talk about my power rankings. <laughs> um, because at number 21, uh, you and me ha- shared the exact same sentiment at putting the uh, L.A. Chargers. Oh, that's weird to say. Hey. The L.A. Chargers at number 21. Um, because you're right. I mean... I, I still believe in Anthony Lynn, and, and uh, he might be on a hot seat just because, um, you know, the Chargers have been a little bit inconsistent these past couple of seasons, and, you know, the NFL hates black quarterbacks, but uh, <laughs> I would <quarterbacks>. absolutely <laughs> – I mean, sorry, black coaches and black quarterbacks too, let's be honest. Cam true, Newton still true. doesn't have a job. True, true, true. You're right. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I – you know, I – I want to believe in this Chargers team. You know, darn well. Just a couple of years ago, I was rooting. I was rooting for the thirteen and three Chargers to come out and spank the the, the absolute taste out of Tom Brady's mouth in the playoffs. Um, <sighs> Sadness. Yeah, yeah. The NFL is weird, I guess. Uh, but uh, you know, so things don't happen the way you pan them out. Uh, and I feel like the Chargers have been the epitome of that team where. Things just haven't happened the way they've they've been uh, panned out. I mean, this is a team that's never been exciting by any means. Like, they've done a couple of things, made a couple of runs to the Super Bowl, made a couple of deep playoff runs, and have a long and uh, a long history of some very loyal fans down in San Diego because, hell, let's, let's not... Let's be honest, the San Diego Chargers were the one thing that L.A. didn't have that San Diego had that and the filming location of Drake and Josh but <laughs> Drake and Josh is off of the air and <laughs> the San Diego Chargers are no more so you know I can't help but feel bad for this team because they have so much talent and they're not wasting it like some other teams I know they're trying to get to the playoffs they're trying to make uh, uh, deep playoff runs and I feel like they had an off year last season um and they have a very questionable offensive line to deal with. But at the end of the day, it's like you said, when you have uh, Eckler, Bosa, Gordon, um, um, uh, uh, what's his name, James, Derwin James, you know, you have just so many star-studded talent, so much star-studded talent on your team. The biggest question is, once again, the quarterback. So un- until they figure that out, look, Tyrod Taylor is fine. He feel he feels like a diet Alex Smith or a diet Teddy Bridgewater, where he can just manage the game. But the problem is that he has trouble putting up the points that you really want. I mean, when we want to talk about dink and dunk, I, I feel like Tyrod Taylor is one of those guys that's gonna take the dink and dunk over the deep pass uh, nine times out of ten, and it's unfortunate. But this is just what I'm seeing from his time in Buffalo and from his time in Cleveland. Um. That being said, 
one could make the argument that he hasn't had the speedy receivers that he's had on uh he hasn't had the speedy receivers on those teams that he'll have now but i i still have to see some stuff and as for herbert he's gonna need two years to really learn an offense and get adjusted to nfl speed because if they try to plug him in right now from that very simplified Oregon offense, they're gonna have a bad time, guaranteed. So, not much else to say about this Chargers team. I got them at number 21. I believe that they'll uh, win a couple of upsets and they'll play a little bit harder, uh, a little bit above their pay grade, but I, I don't I don't really see them breaking it, uh, breaking the top 15 unless their defense just handles every single thing if they have the number one defense in the league they'll be okay but this is a team that can very easily have one of the bottom 20 offenses in the league if not 25 so that's why i have them here at uh 21 mm -hmm. makes, um, sense, makes sense after that uh well it's a slide, but they finally stopped here at number 22, the Houston Texans. Hey. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe in Deshaun Watson, and I'm rooting for David Johnson. And I think Kenny Stills is a pretty decent receiver. Fuller is a pretty decent receiver. Uh, uh, um, and um, Brandon Cooks, as long as he's not concussed, and uh, asking, where's the leak, ma'am? He's a pretty decent deceiver as well. The My biggest issue are two things. One, Mr. Butchin and Bill O'Brien, when you're trying to be the Butchin. coach and the GM, look, I still, still don't really so believe bad. in him. <laughs> he wants to be Belichick so bad. But... Uh, I don't believe in him as a coach. Like, a lot of people do. I technically, I honestly don't. I feel like the Texans have relied on sheer force of talent in order to win themselves uh, the amount of games that they've won and made the playoff runs that they've won. Because when you have a guy like Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt and uh, not anymore DeAndre Hopkins on your team, like, you can win a couple of games just from those players putting in effort alone. And every single one of the players that I just mentioned put in tons of effort and I mean everybody on that team puts an effort don't get me wrong but those guys have something special where they can turn the tide of a game just because DeAndre Hopkins decides to uh, pull in a one one one-handed catch on a 2v2 or take the freaking Dallas Cowboys through the spin cycle to get them a first down and win the game like there's something about the talent that was on that team that just allowed them to win games that that uh, that was able to mask the deficiencies in Bill O'Brien's coaching. Now that you don't have DeAndre Hopkins anymore, now that you didn't fix up the offensive line, and now that you see J.J. Watt is actually not looking to finish out his career with the Texans, I mean, he, he decided to not uh, uh, sign in for that contract extension, and you know J.J. Watt has at least another three to four years in them if he can stay healthy. I honestly believe that um this is this is the end of the prowess for texas um if i was deshaun watson i would seriously consider you know like having a little bit of say in personnel decisions moving forward because obviously they don't want to give him any of the pieces that he necessarily needs um he still needs to get protected they didn't do anything about that 
Um, the defense, I don't know if they plugged up the holes, uh, especially in that secondary that we saw from them last season. At the end of the day, the the Texans are a team where you think that they're still going to be good, but at, at some point you can only self-sabotage so much before you end up shooting your – I mean, before you end up limping to the finish line. And and honestly, I think that this is a Texas team that that is self-sabotaged way too much. They, they've taken the worst end of deals. Um, they haven't uh, plugged up any of the holes that they need to. I have them at 22 just because Deshaun Watson is that much of a beast. But I wouldn't be surprised if they end up being one of the bottom tier uh, teams in the league. Especially when you have the uh, Tennessee Titans and, very st- like, and, uh, and uh, Phillip Rivers led Indiana Colts team in the same division. Try not to get swept, Houston. Um... <clears throat> That's a bold statement, Cotton. We'll see if it pays off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, if I'm wrong, I'll definitely eat my words um, and buy a Deshaun Watson jersey. But <laughs> something tells me I. Uh... Right, you heard it here, folks. You heard it here, folks. That's, 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 remember this episode. <laughs> oh gosh, oh, our NFL jerseys. Then again, that can't be one of the worst. That be, can't be one of the worst jerseys to buy. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. Definitely not. Definitely I not. Watson it's just like. I'm not a Houston fan. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a Watson uh, fan. True, true, true that. Coming in at number 23, I'm not as low on them as you are. I don't want to hear uh, it. I, have... I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Just next number. The silver and black. Next number. The, the autumn went. Look, <sighs> at least let me make the case for uh, Derek Carr. Uh, a couple of years ago, he was one of he was leading the NFL uh, as a quarterback, and then he broke his leg, and then they didn't really do anything. They didn't do much to improve his offensive line, and uh, Amari Cooper kept on dropping passes, so they shipped him off to Dallas. Remember, that's how Dallas got Amari Cooper in the first place because he was underperforming uh, in Oakland. And and so he's whether Cowboys, that so what does is, that tell you about the Raiders? <laughs> what it tells me about <laughs> what it tells me about the Cowboys is that the Cowboys are playing in a division with some of the worst secondaries, and that Amari Cooper has been completely shut down in a couple of games when they actually have to go against a decent defense. Mm. So I don't think it's all Derek Carr's fault, especially when you factor in that the Cowboys have. Uh, they also have Michael Gallup as a great receiver, and they um, also have the best offensive line. Well, one of the best offensive lines in the league. But that's not the hero there. The point I'm trying to make is I believe that Derek Carr, uh, now that he has Mar- Marcus Mariota breathing down his back, although somewhat awkwardly, um, I think he has a bounce back season. I think he uh, gets excited about his new receivers. I think he tries to. Uh, throw more bombs down the field um, because, like, hey, if 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 it doesn't work with if it doesn't work with Carr, then um, then Chopes, yeah, I'll I'll say that the Raiders go down to number thirty-two, but I, I still feel as though they have a couple of young guys that that are going to uh, step up next season, and they can uh, they can they can win some they can win, they have the capability to win some games and put up some points and upset some teams especially now that they're playing in a fancy new stadium as long as nobody gets hit with the coronavirus 
they'll be okay. Um, coming in at number 24, I have the New England Patriots. Wait, I what? am, yeah. What? Yeah. No. Right? The... What? Mm-hmm. Yep. 24. Did you say one, two, 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 You just say them? I could have sworn you said them New... earlier. New England Patriots. New I England Patriots? You. Nope. I feel like you said them. Got them down at 24. Because mm-hmm. I have I have the Jets at number 13. <laughs> yeah, something's wrong with this I guy. I, uh, uh, one, one, I'm a bona fide hater. Um, <laughs> True that. I don't care who knows. Uh, Boston sucks. Uh, no, uh, let's see. Yeah, Bruin sucks. Red Sox suck. Yep. Um, Celtics suck. Celtics suck. Patriots suck. Y'all suck. <laughs> I don't even know your MLB team, but your MLB team sucks too. You said Red Sox. Shout out to Red <laughs> Bulls. Shout out to Timbers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. We're Boston haters. Uh, anywho. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't care. I'll be the first one. My 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 mom and sister went whale watching in Boston last year, and I felt so betrayed. <laughs> Boston. Anywho, uh, look, Bill Belichick is still one of the best coaches in the NFL, and he still has a pretty darn good defense. Although a lot of teams did pick off, pick off a lot of their scraps, but I don't think it matters too much. The Patriots always find ways to utilize Walmart employees and uh, dudes hanging around the Home Depot, so. They'll be fine, but at the end of the day, um, I don't know if Jared Stenham is, like, uh, I don't know if he's that guy. And they obviously had offensive problems last season. I don't know if they did enough to address those. Um, You know, there's a reason why Tom Brady left. There's a reason why Tom Brady was on the sideline talking to his receivers and calling them robotic. Like, when a 41-year-old man is on the sideline calling you robotic, there's there's obviously a problem there right that being said i'm pretty sure their defense is going to win them a couple of games but i don't know if they're going to be uh powerful enough to uh consistently take on the buffalo bills who's emerged as one of the top five teams in the nfl and i don't know if they're going to be able to necessarily bully the new york jets like how they used to look the new york jets played the um, the New York Jets played in New England Patriots hard. I think last year was an anomaly, but at least with Todd Bowles, it was a close game almost every time. And I feel as though Adam Gase learning a little bit more, um, uh, being forced to act acqui- like being in that New York market and having all eyes on you does put some pressure on to do like a good job and to not just be set in your ways. And I believe that's the biggest lesson Adam Gase is going to learn from here, that he's not going to be um set in his ways and he's gonna have to learn to adapt and um utilize all the weapons on his team um and uh the Patriots I feel like they're gonna have a little bit of trouble in their division I feel like teams are not gonna be as fearful as them uh of them anymore now that Tom Brady isn't there uh uh, defenses are going to start to uh you know they're they're going to put a lot more pressure on Jer- on uh, Stidham because look he's still a young quarterback and they know for a fact that they can kind of rattle him but rattle him up a bit with all the pressure that they place so I think their offense struggles I think their defense is still going to be pretty well I mean you can't have a terrible defense when St- Stephon Gilmore is at the helm but at the end of the day I'm not too high on this uh, Patriots team so I have them 
uh, riding at the number 24 spot. Okay. okay. I mean, you're in top. I'm a Patriots hater, but uh, that's a that's some uh, that's some next level hating you got there, man. That's oh a, yeah, putting the New England Patriots in the 75th percentile. Yeah. <laughs> it Bill is Belichick some, is coming for you, man. The Dark uh, Emperor will come for you. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna pop up in my closet. What did you say about number 24? <laughs> <laughs> Bill, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> order 66 on your bitch ass. Jeez Louise, I'm not even a kid no more. Uh, <laughs> number 25, uh, I have the Detroit Lions okay. coming in at number 25. And I agree with you wholeheartedly. I do believe that Matthew Stafford is an underrated quarterback. Don't pay attention to my man in franchise. I know I benched him, but I always <laughs> bench the starting quarterback. Wow. I'm the same guy that benched Aaron Rodgers because he just wasn't doing it for me. So... <laughs> So, uh, remember when he, when he, when he came back to, in the Super Bowl? That was a wild <laughs> rich. He said, oh, oh you want to drop me off and trade me to the Buccaneers? Okay. <laughs> yeah, wild. Anywho, I still do believe that uh, Matthew Stafford is on, uh, an underrated uh, quarterback. And I believe that the Detroit Lions is a somewhat underrated team. Now, I've been very vocal about um, my lack of faith in uh, Matt Patricia and his coaching scheme. Uh, I but if, if, if anything can happen, I believe that this, this is the year that Matt Patricia is on the hot seat. And this is also the year where the NFC North has uh, all, almost every team has taken a hit. So they can feasibly beat almost any uh, team in their division. In my honest opinion, um, including the Packers, who they do typically play tough as nails. Um, but, you know, this is a famous talent-wasting factory, and they're going to have to prove to me that they can put everything together. Um, yeah, they're going to have to just prove to me that they can put everything together and uh, and and form enough wins to, to shake off this... Uh, you know, to shake off this 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 light film of sucking all the darn time. Like Detroit should not be as bad as they are, and yet, I mean, what's the difference between them and the Cleveland Browns? Uh, let's be honest here. <clears throat> um, no, there's not a lot of difference. They're both shitty franchises. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I mean, the Detroit Lions are the Cleveland Browns of the NFC, and I believe that if they can finally put some stuff together and give themselves some hope and actually uh, get Matthew Stafford past the first round of the playoffs, they can do some stuff. I don't think they're going to do that this season, but I also don't think they're going to be the usual bottom feeders that they are. They should give us a good Thanksgiving game. They should be able to... Uh, win a couple more games than we expect them to. I don't see a four win season for them. I, I can I can very easily picture a seven and nine, eight and eight season, uh, if if they play their cards right and and uh, come together as a team. And if they do better, well more power to them. Right. Detroit plus um, everybody. Uh yeah. That's why they're uh, good because they came up with that saying. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe maybe they are cursed. Who knows? <laughs> um, after the Detroit Lions, bit of a controversial pick here, but I, I think I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna go with uh, the Carolina Panthers. Ooh, look, pretty uh, high there. You got them. Yeah, I remember Teddy Bridge. Teddy Bridgewater was a franchise quarterback. Let's let's not forget this. Uh, in Minnesota, he was definitely their guy, and it looked like he was going to lead them uh, to a deep playoff run before their gruesome leg injury uh, took him out for a couple of years. And then with the Saints, although he did give me anxiety sometimes, the fact that he went 5-0, and albeit on a loaded Saints roster, still going 5-0 and is is no small feat, uh, especially in the, in the tough... Uh, division and with the tough schedule that they had uh but yeah i mean this is a guy that knows how to win and then the panthers they still have uh run cmc and if it wasn't for uh the third of the allen quarterbacks um throwing a plethora of interceptions last season i believe that the panthers have a better schedule than uh what we see um that and the fact that you're gonna have all these defensive guys uh, coming into that at the same time, learning together, growing together, uh, getting adjusted to the speed together, and also like constantly competing for that uh, starting spot uh, on top of a offense that's going to be able to have some decent production, even if it all falls on the back of one running back. <laughs> uh, Christian motherfucking McCaffrey. He. I mean, you cannot deny run CMC. You cannot deny. Uh, plus, I think Matt Rule's going to do a lot of things. Matt Rule has obviously turned around franchises before in college, so let's see if he could uh, come up to the NFL and make the same thing happen. I believe that he can. Uh, I'm excited to see where this Panthers team can go, hopefully not too far, because, uh, you know, I still, got, still, need, still need the Saints to get themselves another Super Bowl. But, um... But yeah, I think I think the Panthers will definitely surprise us. I think uh, their rebuild isn't going to take as long as we previously anticipated. Um, and I think they're just making the right moves. Uh, moving on to a team that's not making the right moves, I have Chicago Bears. Chicago. They're awful pizza. Yeah, um, the Bears never got over the fact that they could have had either Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson. And yet they're stuck with um, Mitch Trubisky. Uh, had they taken the L two, three years ago, they probably would have been fine. But um, why did they bring in Nick Foles to challenge Mitch Trubisky for the starting job? We we know we know Big Dick Nick is not a starter, right? Everybody knows this, right? <laughs> Nah, okay. they saw what you did with the Super Bowl. Like, hey, maybe he could do that for my team. <laughs> Those are under very, very, very uh, specific circumstances. And uh, let's be honest, the Chicago Bears do not fit those circumstances. Now, I'm not going to say they have a trash team. Absolutely not. When you have, you know, Robert Quinn, Khalil Mack, Allen Robinson, Jalen Johnson. No. Oh, that's right. They lost Robert Quinn. Ah, damn it. Maybe they do have a trash team. Just <laughs> kidding. Uh, <laughs> they still have Deshaun Gibson, though, right? 
I'm not sure who that is, to be honest. Uh, he's their, uh, uh, he is their safety, but maybe they don't have him anymore. He was on the, um, oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, he's a free safety. Kind of a journeyman, but a, definitely a hard worker. Um, oh, I see. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, he, he's he's a guy that can make you some plays. Um, but uh, the, the point I'm trying to make is that they don't have a they don't have a terrible roster. Their their defense kind of slid a little bit last year, um, and but their offense is just it's just bad, man. I I mean, I know the Chargers have some questions to answer at the quarterback position, but. The these quarterbacks have already answered all of my questions. Hey Nick, can you be a good starting quarterback on a team that like either needs to rebuild or needs a bump on offense? No. Hey Mitch, are you the guy? No. <laughs> why why are they sticking with them? I don't know. I think Allen Robinson deserves a better quarterback. Uh, I don't understand. If they really wanted to challenge Mitch Trubisky, they definitely would have brought in Cam Newton because. Best case scenario, Mitch steps up and proves that he can be your guy and earns himself an extension. Worst case scenario, you have Cam Newton as your quarterback. I, I'm, I mean, if, if you ask me, that's a freaking win-win right there. But like you said, they have no idea what they're doing. I have no idea what they're doing. They're gonna win a couple of games just on like Khalil Mack alone. I feel like, but. Um, I don't know. I I can't see them going too far. I would have them lower, but the rest of these teams that I got going on are still either rebuilding or trying to find their way. So the Bears, to me, are the worst, quote-unquote, complete team uh, in the NFL in my eyes. Don't worry, complete. They're going to tank for Trevor. (laughs) Tank for Trevor. Tank for Trevor. Uh, Now, that would... That would be the first smart thing they did in the past five years. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, they did trade for Khalil Mack, so. Yeah. No, 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 no. They were given Khalil <laughs> Mack. <laughs> Let's not forget. By who? By who? By what team? What team gave Khalil Mack? <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Boom. They still have Check. a better season. I don't <laughs> Both teams are still not doing great, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, speeding up a little bit after the Bears, I got the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Ah, there they are. Uh, yep, here they are. Uh, a little bit lower than you for sure. Uh, not because I don't believe in uh, Joe Burrow's ability to bring out the best in AJ Green and Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon's ability to. Uh, become one of the NFL's rushing leaders as long as, um, you know, he can stay healthy. But uh, it's like you said, they do have those holes on defense. I got caught with my foot in my mouth a couple of uh, a couple of uh, weeks ago because I said that their rushing defense wasn't all that bad when in actuality they had the worst rushing defense <laughs> in the league. Um, so that's my bad. But... Uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm not a thousand percent sold on their defense. Uh, they still have a young coach that has to prove that he knows how to 
you know, handle things in the NFL. Um, they're going to have a couple of uh, young guys that are going to fill in some some key spots, especially at that quarterback position. And it's all about getting adjusted to like the speed and intensity of the NFL as well. Uh, it's it's going to be a wild, wild season. Um, and unfortunately, they're in just one of the toughest, not just toughest, but one of the consistently toughest divisions in the NFL. I mean, when you have, uh, when the worst team you're possibly going against has superstars in almost every other position, that is that is just a tough, tough ticket. So, um, I, I mean, if they get swept by uh, all of their division rivals, I don't think that's a knock on them. I just think that just goes to show the absolute prowess of the AFC North. Um, that being said, I do believe that they have the potential to win a couple of upset games. I just don't see them doing it too consistently. I have the Bengals uh, down here at, I believe this is number 27. 28. Yeah. All, right. All right. Yeah. Uh, after the Bengals, I have the Miami Dolphins. Right. Look. I love the teal. I love the orange. I love the magic. Uh, I love all the cap. Like, I love all the uh, money that they just throw around to all the players. Uh, hey, Dolphins, if you need uh, if you need a water boy for three years, <laughs> 500 grand, I'll do it. That being said, though, um, <clears throat> let's not kid ourselves. The Dolphins are still, still kind of in a rebuild year. Um, they still have... Uh, yeah, they still have an offensive line to fix up, um, and we're still when we're gonna see if they can form some semblance of a running game this season. And uh, I also agree. I believe that, especially given Tua Tagovailoa's injury history, uh, we're, we're, they're gonna have to start uh, uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick uh, at the beginning of the year. And although, honestly, my favorite journeyman quarterback personally. But we all know what happens when he plays a second year for a team. Doesn't go, doesn't go too well. But uh, I mean, who knows? They, they only won. <laughs> From Fitz Magic to Fitz Tragic, you hate to see it. But at the end of the day, who knows? Maybe, maybe they play decently. Maybe they win six games. Um, and then uh, the year after. Tua could finally get his start, and now the AFC East becomes something of a powerhouse division. But let's not look too far into the future. Let's just look at the now and now. Uh, you know, picking up Myron Jones, uh, I think it's going to help out that secondary like tremendously. Um, and I think they still have uh, a couple of uh, fresh dudes, Mike Kosecki and Devontae Parker. I think they're going to ball out. This year, they're going to be an exciting team. They're going to be a team that's going to put up some numbers. Um, but they're still going to have to spend some time, get some more offensive linemen, especially on that left side, um, where we saw them kind of uh, struggle last year. Um, but once they get all that done, hey, you know, Miami is uh, Miami's going to be legit. Until they get all of that done, they're going to be number 29 on my list but uh they should be a very fun team to watch don't don't ever get that mistaken should be a very fun team to watch all right after the miami dolphins mm -hmm, i have 
the LA Rams. Dog. What? The LA Rams. I know. Too much, man. I know. Aaron Donald. I know. I know. Jared Goff. I get it. I get it, but look, the Rams are... <laughs> Me with Raiders is you with Rams. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> look, but, but I mean, in all honesty, um, the uh, the Rams, they, they kind of went in with this uh, we're going to win everything now mentality and we'll worry about the consequences later. But guess what? The consequences are here. And uh, they didn't win it all. Um, so, uh, went, went, but, and, but, uh, but aside from that, you look at this Rams team, I mean, they, they had to give up pretty much every, like, almost all of their talent, uh, just to, you know, pay their players. Um, they have a stadium that still isn't done and they're still in, you know, they're, they're, we might see the Rams have to give up even more, uh, talent, more capital. They don't have any draft picks until like 2022. Um, the Rams—they're not even in a rebuilding state. They're still in a—they're still very much in a purge, and they're going to be in that purge for at least another year until they can get some draft capital back and uh, start rebuilding this team organically. Um, they did pretty decent last season, but I also think that was more so. Of a, of a fluke more than anything, like running off of steams. Todd Gurley did have himself a couple of decent games. Um, he just wasn't running at the uh, level that we expected him to run last season. Um, and there's, there's just not enough. There's just not enough on the offensive side of the ball or the defensive side of the ball uh, talent-wise to go around. I mean, granted, you still have Jalen Ramsey, but uh, when like that's that's your biggest guy. Every other person on that um, squad is gonna have to you know find a way to step up, um, and I don't know if they could do it, especially when they're going in a in, you know especially in the NFC West when you do have to fight a very scrappy and uh, very stable uh, uh, Seattle Seahawks team, uh, up and coming uh, air attack offense in the uh, Arizona Cardinals, uh, you know, uh, and then and then the powerhouse uh, who were just in the Super Bowl, San Francisco 49ers. It's not looking great for the Rams. Um, I don't believe a lot of it is Sean McVay's fault. I still believe in Sean McVay as a play caller and as a head coach. Uh, the it's main so mainly so the uh, general manager's front office uh, decision making has screwed this team over for for a good amount of years, and we're just witnessing it firsthand. So, um, I'm like like I said, I'm not too high on this Rams team. That's why I have them here at uh, uh, number thirty. Um, I don't want to see them do better. <laughs> Wow. If they do, that's cool. But if they don't, I'm not surprised. Um, and we'll just see what 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 the Rams. Uh, what we'll see what the Rams can do in 2021, 2022. But this season is definitely not going to be their season. Um, at the very least, they'll be high in the second round draft boards. But uh, <laughs> I think that's all they can look forward to. Wow, uh, that's a hot. 
hot take you got there, friend. Super hot take, but I I defend it. Yeah, I defend that take um, to the grave. Uh, Washington Redskins at number 31. This team is cursed, <laughs> but they're doing better. I mean, they've made a couple of moves in the right direction, and having Chase Young is going to definitely elevate your team and uh, get you some great, great plays. But let's be honest, this is uh, this is a bottom-feeder team last year. I do believe Dwayne Haskins has a much better season this time around. And, um, uh, 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 oh, no, Riverboat Ron, he's going to uh, be able to come into uh, Washington, change up the culture, and... Um, get this team kind of motivated to win a couple of games again, but they're still missing. Um, I mean, you know, they're still missing a few key pieces. Uh, filling up that Trent Williams-sized hole is is such a tall, tall, tall task to handle. Um, their running back room is uh, quite laughable at best. I mean, I won't say laughable, but I I wouldn't. Their running back room doesn't instill anybody with fear, and I think that's fair to say. Um, their offense doesn't really feel as though um, they're going to jump up from above uh, above even the 20th ranked offense. That that would be uh, that'd be very surprising if they're able to do that. Um, the Washington Redskins they they made a couple of uh, steps in the right direction, but they're still very much rebuilding. Not just the team, but the organization from the ground up. Because I believe that Dan Snyder hit rock bottom and realized that he hit rock bottom. And uh, is finally starting to say, okay, let's see if we can climb our way up. And who knows, maybe a couple of years down the road, they finally get rid of their racist name. Although, (laughs) not likely. Uh yeah, I don't have too much. Thirty-one and the Giants at like fifteen. <laughs> yeah, anybody can say I'm a hater, but I, I mean, when when I look at uh when I look at um uh, you know how they're going to match up against uh how how these teams match up against their rivals in their division, uh, the the more games I see them losing, the the lower I put them at, and I would. I would honestly be shocked if the Redskins won any game against uh, any of their division rivals, whether at home or on the road. I mean, golly gee, did you see what the Cowboys did to them the last season? Like, ugh, it was disgusting. (laughs) Like, just all because the Cowboys couldn't win in Philly, they had to go down to Washington, D.C. and just pick on them. They picked on their damn Redskins. It was, they massacred them. So well, I mean, the Cowboys also massacred the Giants in the first game, at least. Second game was uh, a little bit hey. closer. But it's all because of that damn That's black what I'm cat. Saying. Let's it. let's uh, let's not worry about uh, superstition. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, Giants was playing good. They were winning up until that black cat. This is it's a conspiracy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it gave the Cowboys extra time to adjust to uh, what the Giants were doing. And it also, like, momentum is a fickle thing in the NFL. Mm. Momentum is a fickle thing. But for number 32, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think this should come as any surprise. This is also a team that's 
in a purge. Um, the one thing that sucks is that I actually kind of like this team. I mean, not a whole lot, but still, man, they're quirky, they're kooky, they have this crazy black and teal thing going on, which sometimes it's kind of cool, but then I look at that helmet and I'm like, ugh. Um, <laughs> Gardner Minshew is going to have to do more with less, but the people love him, and uh, I think he's a quarterback for the people. Um, I believe that uh, while their defense takes a major hit, their offense kind of finds hits their stride as uh, Minshew and Shock and some of their other guys get a little bit more uh, into a rhythm with each other, um, as especially playing more together. I don't... Uh, I... Yeah, there's just not a lot to say about this team. When you lose everybody under the Tuscan sun and think you're going to ship even more people out of there, uh, it's not a lot of happy times in Duval. Uh, not a lot of happy times in, in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, and, oh my goodness. Who, who? And then, yeah, they have to go against the Texans, the Titans, and the Colts. So, eh. <laughs> yeah, it's a what? What can I say? Sucks to suck, I guess. Some sad Jacksonville. Yep, 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 yep. Raiders are worst team though. I don't know about all that. <laughs> don't know about all that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the Jacksonville Jaguars, I believe, will actually. Uh, find themselves some talent. I think this is good for them uh, to uh, not be a super good team coming in uh, this season. They'll they'll be able to replace a lot of what they lost in the draft next year, especially if they can uh, ship off a couple of more of their players for draft stock. Um, but uh, yeah, as for this year, it's it's just not it. So uh, to recap, at twenty one, I have the L A Chargers. At 22, Houston Texans. 23, Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> 24, New England Patriots. <laughs> 25, Detroit Lions. 26, Carolina Panthers. At 27, Chicago Bears. 28, Cincinnati Bengals. 29, Miami Dolphins. And at 30, 31, and 32 respectively, the LA Rams, the Washington Redskins, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars. Right. And uh, those are my power rankings. Definitely. Uh, definitely some things I don't agree with. But <laughs> oh, really? I wonder what. <laughs> uh, I don't agree with the uh, Dolphins at 29, man. They got to be at 28. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, well, not a, not a completely bad list. Uh, just just hot takes, hot takes all yeah. around, and that's what we do here. Uh, we uh, we take the takes, we uh, put them on the grill, heat them up a bit, and uh, mm-hmm. serve them to you guys, so you guys can eat them and be like, "What the fuck is this?" Little and, little well, butter on top. <laughs> <laughs> sooner or later, you'll realize that those hot takes were actually pretty damn delicious, or they were probably the worst <laughs> thing you ever heard of, ever tasted, and uh, you probably got food poisoning. But we'll find out. <laughs> I would hope that you'd enjoy our hot takes. <laughs> Whether you get food poisoning or not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's uh, 
you'll see everything for this episode. We got through both of, well, at least this part. We got through both of our power rankings. Uh, next mm-hmm. up will be the week four matchups. Mm-hmm. 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 So without, if there's nothing left to say, we should uh, take a little break here and uh, yeah. get into those matchups when we come back. Yes, yes, yes. I can't wait to be even more egregious. It's going to be hot takes for days, guys. You're going to oh, love man. them. I've got some... Uh, We're going to put blueberries i got some them. pretty uh, different winners in this this week. You're going you're gonna to be surprised. Uh, I, I love how my week... Like, my week four matchups are definitely not going to reflect my power ranking. <laughs> See, I at least try to make my matchups reflect, but you're just like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> I'm like, ah, like I, I just expect a lot of slides from a lot of teams. That's that's what I feel like. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing about we'll the power ranking. get into all of that. Yeah, one thing about the power rankings is it's, at least for me, it's more based on where they're at at the beginning of the season, not where mm. I think they're going to be at through the season. Because I think uh, through the season, I'm going to see teams rise, like, definitely. Like, I expect the Giants to rise, like, if I'm being completely honest. I expect uh, yeah. probably the Patriots to fall a little. Not as far as you think, but, I mean, they will fall a little. But, you know, I'm thinking of uh, them, where they're at right now going into the season. Right. That and to be sense. honest, I have the yeah, Raiders yeah, at 32. I, they're going to rise, but, you know, I'm going to put them there because I think they're trash right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think a lot of people would disagree. Yeah, no, nah, I feel like I, uh, I feel like I definitely go for like the the prediction of where they're going to end up towards the end of the season, mm. um, which is like, who can predict that? Am I right? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a whole uh, far as ways like six months at this point, man. Sheesh. Sorry, right, just call me Negro Domus. But yeah, uh, not much to say here unless you got something to say. Uh, no, no, uh, no. Can't wait to uh, get started on these uh, week four matchups. Let's do it. Right. Without further ado, we'll talk to you guys later. All right, see you in a few.